<coughs> good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eschen, Shoshana, back with another episode, another episode, one after another after another. Zen wisdom for your everyday life. And today, the title of the episode, or maybe even the new era, podcast, we'll see, is called Depart from Madness. Depart. Let it go. Go, go. We think that we are enmeshed in one episode of madness. This this is also another episode. Uh, one, one experience of madness, day by day, month by month, year by year, life by life. Here today is Labor Day, a day of honoring, a day of thanking, applauding. But it's all mixed up with many different strains in the concert. It's like a great concert with all different instruments, each one playing their own tune. And maybe that is what life is itself. So many episodes, so many moments, experiences. Some very joyful and filled with gratitude. Some very blaring filled with other emotions, other expressions of our experience. So, of course, we become very easily, and I mean easily, enmeshed in this ruckus of all different sounds, noises, complaints, prayers, betrayals, love, Declarations of love, many, 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 many sounds and many, many, many sensations come one after another. And we call it harmony when they're all in harmony, all the sounds of life, all the experiences of life blend and mesh in a way that's congruent for us, for us. Actually, they're all there doing their own expression of life. So this can, of course, and does cause what we call madness, confusion, polarity, mixed sides, one against another. Well, one sound isn't necessarily against another. It's just blaring its own sound. When you hear it along with another, it can be very, 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 very hard to listen to. The two sounds sound like they're at odds with each other, and they may very well be. And we long for the beautiful harmony of a wonderful concert, of a wonderful concerto, of a wonderful sonata, of a wonderful harmonious, with all the different musical instruments complementing one another, adding to the texture of the of the of the beautiful, beautiful concerto or the beautiful, beautiful performance we're listening to. So in these days, of course, that's not that readily available when we listen to the voices of the world, all the different ones, uh, which really feel like they demand to be heard. And that's, that's just part of it, demanding to be heard. If, if there's a feeling if I'm heard, then I'm real. Then, I, then I'm known, or perhaps if I'm heard, then I'm not alone, I'm not so alone. 
a voice calling in the wilderness, which means a voice calling out and nobody hearing it. Mm, what a That's very beautiful, too. Because there's a silence in the wilderness, a spaciousness. There's no need to answer a voice calling in the wilderness. It's just calling. And there's room for it to call. You know, there's something about silence and the vastness of space, which is that something we touch very deeply in Zen practice. Because as we sit, we don't cling to this voice or that voice. And of course, all these different voices are not only outside in the world, they're within us, they're really within ourselves as well. One thought, another thought, one memory, another memory. They, they arise, endlessly arising. There's a Zen poem, endlessly arising, blue upon blue, heaps of mountains, which of course refers to endlessly arising thoughts, memories, dreams, sounds. So what do we do with this endless arising? How do we live in harmony in the midst of it? That is an incredible koan and very, very important, which is why I titled this particular podcast or episode, Depart from Madness. Depart from Madness. Very interesting. How can we depart from all these voices and from so-called madness if it's within ourselves as well? If we're part of the listening and part of the crying out, whether we do it out, outwardly or inwardly, how do we depart from the madness that it causes, and by madness I mean confusion, upset, taking sides. This one's right, this one's wrong, this one's bad, this one's good. Oh, look what this one did is so horrible, and look what that one did is so wonderful. This endless, that goes on endlessly, endlessly. And it actually takes such a toll upon us tremendous toll. We're not even aware of the toll that that takes upon us. Big toll. Because it's like we're being shaken back and forth all the time. And you know how when you hear a beautiful, harmonious piece of music, how restored you feel, how replenished, how good you feel? Or when you have a, a very harmonious moment with someone take a walk with them, have a bite of dinner, do zazen. That's where all the different sounds are harmonized into one, into silence. Mm. Now, what is this silence or this vastness or this ability to harmonize all the differences? What is that? Some some of us, and we all, and when I say some of us, I mean everybody at different phases in their practice. There's, there is the idea, well, I've got to block this all out. I have to transcend this, the noise of the world, the demands of the world, the chaos of the world. I have to transcend it, become, go beyond it, be better than it, be holy that, or sacred. And just dismiss it somehow. 
no, 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 but it's there. That's a very, in my opinion, dangerous path to take. It can be comforting temporarily. Oh, I'm, I'm getting this sense of quiet and peace and silence and balance and harmony. But unless we actually enter into it and know how to be with it, the chaos comes back. That kind of transcendence is temporary. It's a state of mind, an induced state of mind, like taking a drug, induced. It doesn't last. It's not real. You haven't done the real work, which is to really enter into that madness or the chaos. And by enter into it, I don't mean take sides, join with it, or let, let it let it really make you crazy too, which it does to all of us at times, confused, mixed messages, the whole thing. No, 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 no. In, in, in practice, and practice offers a very different w- road through that process. We allow it to arise as we sit still, of course. It arises within us. We don't block it out, although we don't. We let it arise, but we don't en- enter our thoughts about it, our images. We just let it be there and we take a step deeper into the body, into our response to it, our feelings, our sensations, and we experience that. No judgment. You can't judge. You're not caught in judgment and in hatred and in this and that when you're just being with your own sensations, not emotions, but sensations. If you just take a step deeper and you allow whatever is there to be there and you focus on your sensations that arise along with this, just stay with the sensation. And the breathing comes along with the sensation. And before, before very long, the shift happens all by itself. The awareness of the sensation. You're, you're, you're with it, but you're not. And in the sensation, something really profound alters as you just stay with it and breathe with it, and it leaves, it changes, it changes, it changes. You're not rejecting anything, you're really digesting it and allowing, allowing is the word here, allowing the breath, the awareness, the sensation to do what it wants to do, which is, it, it's there, it does what it does, and then it, it, it alters, it transforms, like everything in, in our experience. It has a life of its own and it transforms. It doesn't stick around and it doesn't drive us crazy the way it does when we enter all of our ideas and thoughts and expectations and conceptions about it. When we enter that level, then we enter into the battleground and it certainly is a battle that seems to have very little Resolution, back and forth, back and forth, on and on. He did this, she did that. You know, the holidays um, for the Jewish, the Jewish New Year are coming up very soon. So one month, one month, very powerful month of con- 
deep contemplation, and actually it's a month of rejoicing, clarifying. It's a month of forgiveness of others and of ourselves, and actually one of the practices in this month is to ask everybody that you know, call them up, call them up, and ask them, if I've done anything to hurt you this year, will you please forgive me? That's quite a practice. <laughs> Sometimes people get scared if you call them and say that, well, why, why are you asking me this? Are you sick? Is something wrong? <laughs> the first part of it is contact people. Be in touch. Don't run away from whatever it is that you think you did or you didn't do or they did or they didn't do. What does really forgiveness means? It just means acknowledging I'm here. I care about you. Our bond or whatever whatever it is between human beings way surpasses some moment or experience of error. It's it's in a one level a way of purification, but it's even deeper than purifying ourselves and it's even deeper than so called forgiveness where we receive forgiveness and also we might be offering it if in case they hurt you and you ask them for forgiveness, that's very profound too because you actually, the both of you are always one. Maybe you responded to something that happened. Who knows? That All of that doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The important part is contacting them, calling them up, being in touch, healing, <clears throat> reconnecting, which does not mean, of course, that you need to stay with them forever or be in the relationship, but it means it's a very deep letting go, but it's not only in your head, it's an actuality. Because we are here in this world with one another. So much of our so-called pain comes from these relationships. This is a whole other area to go into. It's a very beautiful, very powerful area, but suffice it to say, once we do that, we're creating a lot of space, a lot of silence, a lot of harmony, harmony. We're allowing the past to be the past. How can the new year be new? Or how can a new day be new? or a new moment be new without that healing of the past, so-called past. Nothing is over, actually, ever until it enters the harmony. And we either sit with it in the sensation, leave all the clamor of the mind, and or actually return to the situation itself, to the person themselves, and be with them in a brand new way. You know, just being with someone, making that offering, that is an expression of love. And needless to say, that reaching out, that expression of love, of oneness, of the meaninglessness of the confusion that went before, it, that part's meaningless. What's meaningful, what's harmonious, and what's 
harmonious. To me, it's another word for whole, complete, unified. So let us all, all of us, the whole world, find that harmony, that unification, not to focus on whatever the, the differences are or were or might be, but the love that's between us. Hello, if I did anything to hurt you, please forgive me. Which means let's re-enter the harmony and the love together. So thank you very much for listening. It's always wonderful to be with you. The URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you need to or wish to connect with me or, or ask a question or anything you want, my my um, email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I'm starting a new blog, which I'm really enjoying, called Turn the Page. And the URL for that is turnthepage.live, L-I-V-E. <laughs> so that's, maybe that's how we really become alive, turn the page. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you next time and have a beautiful day.